I appreciate that. Yeah, it's, um, you know, giving back has always been important to me. And um, you really don't think about it, at least I don't think about it now, but it's always great to hear the stories and the way you've been able to impact other people. And, you know, you don't do it for, for anything else other than it's the right thing to do and you want to try to help as many people as you can. This is amazing, right? What the Big Ten has done with, yeah. with the media days, from the dark dungeons to, to, <laughs> to <laughs> right? You yeah. and you in bright lights now. Yeah, it is. Um, you know, they've done a tremendous job. I, I think one of the things is you continue to evolve. And I think there was a point where, you know, we were continuing to do the luncheon, the luncheon, the luncheon. And, you know, this was, I think, really a great move because this is where these players ultimately want to be at the end of the year, right? When you talk about playing for the Big Ten championship and that opportunity to go on and, and make the playoffs, this is where it ends, right here. So it should start here and end here. Now, I got to tell you, this thing's probably going to end up traveling because we got to go to L.A. now. <laughs> Ooh, gotta go to LA. We are okay with saying, that. We gotta go to and LA. we're okay with it too. We so are we, all right with that. We need to go. <laughs> we need to go. Yeah. So you hear that? Go. We. Hey, hey, I'll go get my Howard Griffin suit to go to LA. <laughs> we happen. You know, we can do that. So going in, this year is unique, mm-hmm. in that now you've got a change of GPS. Right. Oh. We now know that the additional partners are on the way. Mm-hmm. That the league is on the move. Michigan stands atop, and that's different. Yes. What is your expectation for this season when it comes to who's the target? Is Michigan the target? Is Ohio State the target? You know, that, that, that's, it's a fascinating question, right? Because I think if you go nationally, there are always, people are always going to say Ohio State. I think, mm-hmm. really, I think you can go in the Big Ten and people will say it's still Ohio State because they're, you know, that team is so talented. And – I think one of the things when I look back to that Michigan-Ohio State game is Michigan bullied Ohio State mm-hmm. on both sides of the ball. They controlled the line of scrimmage. They did all the things they needed to do. They played their brand of football. And Ohio State, which is normally a team that has these big physical offensive linemen, have big physical defensive ends, I think last the last two years maybe have been the first time in a long time where they haven't just had a elite pass rusher. It's been a minute, right? It's been a minute. Four it's, it's, straight it's, division, four straight yeah. number one. Yeah. yeah, you look at Chase Young and what he was able to do. And listen, he's he was a phenomenal player. So yeah, it's those those, those guys not falling off the trees, right? But not to have that person that could really get after the quarterback, having questions in the secondary was really a problem. Um, so they still have – they got a lot of answers that they need to figure out on the defensive side. Well, when you look at Michigan, yes, they lose two of the best. Uh, defensive ends that were in college football last year, talking mm-hmm. about coming off the edge, mm-hmm. how do they replace them? So I think it ultimately depends on, on, on who you're probably the closest to, who you have the most intel to. But this, I think, has another opportunity to be a fantastic game. But I know this Ohio State needs to be more physical at the point of attack. And they already know that. It's amazing that when I talk to fullbacks, that's the thing. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, every fullback, like, yeah. hey, Get another me in this thing yeah. so we can do this. Um, we're talking to Howard Griffin. And you hold NCAA records. Mm-hmm. I don't think that ever happens again, <laughs> right? Well, it's been close, man. It, it's I, been, it's it been close. Happened. Six, eight. eight no, eight. Eight, 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 eight. Yeah, so, so it's been close. Well, it's been tied. And it would have been broken except for uh, the young fellow from, uh, I think it was Arizona State. One of his was receiving. Yeah. 
Um, so it's it's been tied. The young kid at Buffalo, what was last it's year, eternal. the year before. This is eternal. Yeah. This is it, big. It, it, but it's good for me because then people talk about me nationally when it's hello, <laughs> hello, still, hello. I'm still relevant. Hello, yeah, well, I, I can put still... me back in there for a little while. I can talk to me. It, it I, sidebar. Where are the where 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 are those ring things? <laughs> like where do you? Right? Is that is that a part of your 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 daily thing, no. or are they put away so that when you go to Super Bowl even, City, you know what? I don't even <laughs> I don't even wear them, and I get in trouble because they're like, dude, wear the rings. We we want to see the rings, but since I don't really wear them, it it's it it doesn't dawn on me that maybe I need to put the rings on to go whether I'm going to an event or this something. This is a football. See, this must be a fullback thing because he's got three national championship rings, and. You see these you see these that's, that's, these Neanderthal <laughs> I've 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 been banging on middle linebacker yeah. fingers that he's got. He doesn't wear them. Yeah. I think here's what I think part of it is. I think at least part of it for me is okay, I, I've done that, I achieved that, but that's not who I am. Mm. And I think the other side of it too is just a piece of hardware. It it doesn't represent the the teammates, it doesn't represent you know, us going out there, and it, it does represent that, but it's not who we are, right? If we didn't have the rings, we'd still be champions. Mm-hmm. The rings are just, you know, a byproduct of it. So I think if it's not a big part of your life, which some people wear them all the time. I, mean, I have nothing against them, but it just it's not a part of my everyday life. So And sometimes, and sometimes when you've been a part of the limelight for so long, you know, to walk out into society with these rings on, that means you got to have conversations. You, you got to have a conversation. <laughs> I have never wore yeah. my ring ever in uh, life that's good. and not spoke about it. Yeah, yeah. So you got to have conversations. Sometimes you just want to be kind of left, you know. I mean, yeah. we, we've been there for so long yeah. that then when you get a chance to kind of be normal, you want to be normal. And plus, I'm an introvert, so I don't really like talking anyway. Dang, I couldn't tell. <laughs> really? What? What? I just watched you up there interview Harbaugh, and this, this, this dude going to say he this introverted. Is, this is my job. This is big time, Howard Griffin. Like, this, this is my job. I'm an introvert, man. I, 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 you know, I'm I'm okay just sitting in the house flicking the t- television. I, well, I know when to turn it on, though. I, we I always got, do that. We always right. do that. Well, no, because he, he was calm, Howard, until they would go get to Anthony Johnson, we need two against Dallas. <laughs> go get it. Right. And, Oh, we tighten up, tighten up that chin strap a little bit. Tighten up a little bit. Let's go. Let's go get it. Yeah. I got a question though. Yeah. Colts, Bills, Chargers, Rams, Panthers, Broncos. Which one is the best team that you like the most? Man, without question, the most talented team I've ever been around was the Buffalo Bills. Really? It's not even. Close. Mm. If Jay Foreman was sitting here, oh, where is Jay when we? Where is Jay? Is my, uh, oh, he went to take I mean, a nap. You're right. talking about. You look at those linebackers they had in Shane Conlon, mm-hmm. Daryl Talley, mm-hmm. Cornelius Bennett, yes. who's still not in the Hall of Fame, which right. is a shame. Yeah. And you had Bruce Smith there. I mean, it was just, it was unbelievable. Thurman Thomas. I still, I'd never been around a back, and I was on a. I was drafted by the Indianapolis Colts mm-hmm. when Eric Dickerson was there, mm-hmm. and he was a phenomenal watching him work. But Thurman Thomas, he knew everybody's position. Wow. He knew what Jim, Jim the ball's supposed to go over here. And he's walking to the line just like, because you know, it was the K-gun. So do you come to the line, you read what's out there, yeah. and you, you go. Yeah. Thurman knew what everybody needed to do. It was amazing. Do, do we talk about him enough as, as an elite runner? 
No. 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 Right? No. Mm-mm. Not no, even no, no, close. No. Right? For what was no. being done along those. No one knew the game better it, it, that I had been around. And it was unbelievable just his, his IQ, his football IQ. But we also don't talk about Jim Kelly that way. Which no. Is, right? I mean, yep. look, forget about what the result when you got there. Mm-hmm. But Jim got you there. Yeah. He got those teams there. I always think that the line between Kelly and uh, Elway was closer than people just from an IQ Jim perspective. Jim Kelly just yeah. couldn't win. And a toughness. And a yeah. toughness. But and a toughness. The, the winning part of it, though, I, I think the big it, game. Yeah, it, it becomes a collective effort. So from a quarterback standpoint, that quarterback is going to get all the credit, although it was you know, another 21 guys that were out there. And you, you add special teams, now you're up to 30 that all had to be executing. Um, but when you think about those Buffalo teams and they, when they got in the biggest games, the execution was just whatever it was, it was just off. I mean, how do you go to four straight, straight. Super Bowls? Straight. I mean, it, and that's not even talking but get winning them. Uh-huh. I'm talking about just getting there. So the pressure on them each year to, oh, yeah, we'll get there. I mean, Andre Reid, mm. we talk about these Edelmans and these right. young guys in the side. That was Andre Reid was a long time ago. I mean, that dude was unbelievable. He blow the top off over the middle. He was a monster. Yeah. I mean, he'd do it everything. So there are a couple, there are a couple of guys I want to ask you about. And I know we're at Big Ten Media mm-hmm. Days, but to have you here allows this. Sam Mills is one of my favorite human beings to ever play in the NFL. You understand this. Yeah. Please explain to folks why Sam Mills is who he is. <laughs> I, I think – you know, people talk about his size, right? That's one of the things, the field mouse, they talk about his size. and But he's another guy that knew the game, worked tirelessly, knew his teammates, understood how to raise the level of play of the people around him. He had um, Green, was one of his line. Lamar Latham was over here, mm-hmm. and he and he played Carlton Bailey, played, mm-hmm. played next to him from Buffalo. as well. But Sam could run a team. He really could. And the way he went about his business was really what was impressive because he never he never talked trash. Mm. He was never one of those guys where some people will, you know, it was the rookie Hayes and stuff. Yeah. And Sam never got into that except for one year. I remember the Uh-oh. year in Carolina, and everybody was shocked that he was in, you're involved in this with Carlton Bailey. You're in the midst of this thing. So everybody was shocked about that. But it was a guy, he was one of those guys – they played the game hard, knew how to play the game. Um, nobody was going to outwork him. Uh, he was one of the first people that, that I would see that would lift weights before and after practice. He was always working. Wow. Consummate pro. Um, and, and, and a guy that was never afraid to to teach the younger players that were with him. It's one of those things sometimes uh, – People don't want to mentor the young guys. Max Strong, yeah, he Mr. Mentor yeah. me, so I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, so, I'm saying, yeah, they don't want to, they don't want to do that because they know they're going to lose reps. Sam wouldn't like that. He was just like, man, I'm working hard. Everybody's got to get better, and he was like a coach on the field. And you know, it's great that he's he's going to get his uh, induction into the Hall of Fame. I hate it because I'm not going to be able to make it. Dang. Won't be there because we'll be starting well, that's our where trip. I asked. That's why I asked. Yeah. Hold on, hey. Let's get Jay Foreman over here in a hurry, <laughs> says he. He over here. Um, I, I, and the text line asks, yeah. and there, there are tons of Bronco fans on this yeah. thing. They want to know, what makes John Elway John Elway? So, John, um, my first year there, uh, we've gone to Mexico City. He, he had some damage to his shoulder. 
Uh, he's in the game. He plays. Something happened. Boom. Pops something. They don't know what exactly what happened. So we're getting ready to open up the season, uh, maybe two, three weeks later. And the Broncos, I'd never been around this before, but they were so superstitious. I mean, everybody was. Whether it was Shanahan, Elway, it didn't matter. So we'd have this play called 22ZN. I'd run a flare out. I'm running a flare out, and I'm thinking his arm is still hurt. <laughs> that thing got on me so quick. I, I didn't have it. It just stuck. And I was like, oh, whoa. It, and this, is, this was the velocity that I had heard so many stories about. But I still hadn't seen it in training camp yeah. or even in mini camp. I hadn't. He unleashed that thing at that first game. And I was like, oh, my God, how did I catch it? But then what I had to realize was he's going to throw that same ball every week and I better catch it because <laughs> if I catch it, we lose the game. Right. If, if, I, if I dropped it, you yeah. just said we, we, we lost that game and they go to a different play. So we were on a roll. So I was like, man, I can't drop the ball. At all. I can't drop the ball. Or he's one of those guys that could throw it 22 times in the dirt, not that it ever happened, and he looks at you and says, hey, I'm coming to you with the ball. Wow. And you like, I better catch it. Right. Forget he ain't, hit, he ain't hit anybody right. in 22 attempts. Right. But 23, you better know. And so so you talk about raising that level yeah. of the people around him. Another great thing, he always looked out for the team. Right. He'd come in there, Shanahan, and he'd look around. How you guys feeling? Because the quarterbacks, the wide receivers, and the running backs would be in the same low locker area. How you guys feeling? Not feeling this today, boss. I'll be back. Five minutes later. Helmets only. Hey, 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 hey out. Helmets hey, only. Hey, oh, hey, out. Or what? if we out in the streets. Right. Super Bowl, right. We're, we're in San Diego. Curfew is, I don't know, 12 o'clock. We all in the same place. John here. John's still here. We can stick around. When John leave, we leave. <laughs> <laughs> John's still here. We still in here. Right. He still we had say, that juice. Oh, yeah. And he yeah. looked out for the team. Oh, that yeah. was he looked key. out for the team. And, I mean, he, he had earned that respect. He and Shanahan and Kubiak kind of came up together. Kubiak, obviously, is his backup. Shanahan as his quarterback coach. So they came up together. So there was a great relationship that was already there. And there was a trust that was there. Jay, we were talking. He said that the best organization he'd ever been around was the Buffalo. Well, not not best organization. No, best. I said talent. the most talented, most talented team. team. The most talented team I'd ever been around was the Buffalo Bills. Right. Yeah, I mean, it was it was, man. Darryl, I mean, Steve Tasker, who should be in the Hall of Fame as a special teamer. Mm -hmm. I mean, nobody could block this dude. I mean, he just had a want to that was just off the charts. But then, I mean, you just had Howard Ballard. Head right tackle. House, house, house. House. Oh, man. I mean, Kent Hall. Bless his soul. Yeah. I mean, these guys were Davis unbelievable. Davis, the backup, backup running back. I mean, they were just loaded upon yeah. loaded. Kenneth Davis would have started anywhere else. I mean, he knew the game just like Thurman, but Thurman could – I mean, he was just he was just special. It was nothing that they couldn't do when Thurman was back there. Yeah, we're going to – I know you're busy. We're going to let you go. I'm going to ask you this one. Tell Husker fans what, what, are, the, what, what are the three keys from Howard Griffin for success this season. You know, I think they got to get – Outstanding quarterback play, mm -hmm. playmakers at that position. I think they've got to learn how to win the tight games, uh, and they got to be smart and disciplined. To me, way too many penalties, way too many you know mistakes and crucial situations, and I think that's all stuff that, that's coachable right. that can be repaired. Right. All you can, you can correct all of those things. Talent is there. It's no question. They've got talent. Mm -hmm. They just have to figure out how to get over the hump and. 
it's frustrating and it's hard, but they got to figure it out. It's, it's, it's right. It's, it's the game. It's what the game is. And, you know, if they're going to go out and execute, they've just got to be able to put, put four quarters together where they know that they can be good. And, and to me, if you've got someone under center that's not going to make mistakes, that's half the battle. That is half the battle because the teams that you're going against that have that guy that can make plays under center, I mean, they're, they're always going to be in it. If you don't have an established player, you know, that hurts you. Howard Griffin, man, you were appreciated so much. Appreciate you guys. You, uh, come on, Howard. This is good stuff again. Thank you for what hey, you Hey, whoa, 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 whoa. Don't you know, let him go too quick. Uh-oh. Oh. I'm going to set the stage Uh-oh. real quick. Oh, here, here we go. Here we go. Oh, set the stage. Here we go. <laughs> Since I got a couple of bills over here. Here we go. I got HG on a 42 ISO. Ooh, Lord have mercy. Mm. That hurts Jay Foreman. Oh, man, that's – like, oh, I, 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 oh, I got to tell you. That stuff hurt. <laughs> I, I nicknamed when he was with the Denver Broncos. I used to listen to Too Short, Way Too Real. I nicknamed them the Way Too Real Denver Broncos because they I love watching the Broncos, man. Right. I grew up as kind of like a Broncos fan mm-hmm. before you played. Yep. You know with the, you know Elway, the drive and yeah. all that. Then they get the Super Bowl and I had a luck. But once he got there and they would start winning, the boys would put. I, I, and then you had them new uniforms of dark, the yeah. dark blue, the dark blues. Who new, the right? running backs? It was uh, TD. Yeah. yeah. Well, so, Howard Griffin was so, there. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's the, see, it's all coming back now. So we had just, they had just switched to the new logo. Right. So free agency just started. So I'm they're my first visit. The, the new logo on the building had been shot up the night before <laughs> with paintball because <laughs> the fans hated it. Right. They had shot the thing up. They're bringing me through the front. I'm like, oh, I guess they love you here. I right. thought the fans were, were big time. And they shot up the logo with paint gun. Oh, wow. That's so it's crazy. It's crazy. Real how, how was TD, though, to, to block for? Man, he, he was uh, – What made him great? Vision. Vision and patience. And he, he understood the scheme yeah. and what they were asking. And, and I think one of the things – and I think people will still try to hold this against them, that there were other backs that came along and rushed for, you know, 1,100, 1,200, 1,300 yards. But what I quickly tell people – you start getting the 1,600, 1,700, 2Gs, two G's. Two G's. Yeah. nah. Because if you're getting there and you're on a, a really good team, TD wasn't playing in the fourth quarter a bunch of games. Right. He wasn't even playing in a bunch of those games in the fourth quarter. So, I mean, he had to break away speed. He understood the game, and he was a hard worker. I mean, yeah. you're talking about a dude that the real reason he made the team special is because he went and knocked the dude out in Japan, in Japan on special team, on special team <laughs> kickoff coverage. He wouldn't have made the team had he not made that play. Wow. One play. That's, that's it. all that's it takes. One play. Maker. That, that's that's all maker. it takes for that opportunity for you open your eyes because now everybody on the sidelines. Because I was here, it was before I got there, but I'm hearing the stories, man. He went down. It was crazy. And he, everybody just erupted. And that's the one thing that's really cool about special teams at, at, the, at the NFL level and the college level to a certain extent, too. But guys understand who guys are going – you going down and you knocking a dude out. The special team guys, some of those guys are the most popular right. people on the team. And, yep. get, and have longevity. Yeah. That's the some work. of the most popular people on the team because they do some of the dirtiest work on the team. And they just come to practice and they do their thing and then they go play scout team because they're, they're the backup linebacker, the backup, backup receiver, yep. tight end, whatever. But they embrace that role. And, you know, that's, that's how the, the, That's the that's part the that Nebraska has to embrace. Yeah. Making sure that they put the killers on special teams just because they start don't necessarily mean, but you got to have 11 guys. And that's what uh, Bill Bush said. Yeah. You want 11 guys 
that want that want to be on special yeah. teams. Yeah. Right. That want it. Yeah. Not that just I'm on it because I gotta be. And, and I'd say this too. Um if you've got that type of talent on your, your starting defensive and offensive guys, you better put their butts out there. Right. And, and getting them does. yeah, getting them to, to understand and buy into that is their job, the coach's job. But you should always have your best players yes. on that, on special teams. They, you need to have them. Yeah. Clip that and just share it. Yeah. <laughs> just, just clip it and just share you look, it. You look at Alabama, you look at Georgia. Their best players. I just, uh, you know, team. Yeah, look at how their best guys. Teams, yeah, play special teams. Play special, yeah. It, it, hey, they out there. Too. Preaching you know, to hey, the choir. Hey, I, you can either be I'm, in the I'm, kickback league or you can be kicking it at home. <laughs> 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 you know what I'm saying? You better be in the kickback yeah. league. Howard Griffin, thank you, brother. Uh, uh, man. Thank you, brother. Hey, thank you, guys. Y'all be straight. Hey, man. That is Howard Griffin, Illinois great. NFL great, Super Bowl champion, Big Ten Network. Everything good. We put it together.